0: Uh, hey there, everybody. Welcome to Good Talks. In this episode, we talk about uh, some spoilers. So please be careful. Uh, we talk about Tiger King and also Wild, Wild Country. Marie talks about.
1: I'm talking about what I am currently learning as a virtual speech language pathologist and all the things that I'm uh, doing to serve and provide for my students and other children. And Mark, talking about?
0: I uh, talk about a little bit of uh, stocks and uh, trading and probably you know, a little bit of what I've learned over the past few weeks. So, if that's what you want to check out, then uh, we'll see you on the other side. Hello, hello, and welcome to...
1: Good talks. My name is Marie Murataya. And
0: my name is Mark Little, and this episode is brought to you by bean chata. When horchata just won't do, bean chata is the drink for you. And guess what? Even in these tough times, ladies and gentlemen, even in the comfort of your own home, it is brought to you, it is endorsed by, it is fully supported and loved by none other than your brother from another mother, Justin Bieber.
1: And John Cusack.
0: And John Cusack, still don't exactly know who he is, but I really do he's, appreciate his support.
1: He's in so many chick flicks. Um, okay. Yeah. What is it? That,
0: that helps. I forget
1: all of a sudden. It's not some kind of wonderful. It's another one. Oh, you mean one. Heath Ledger? No. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. No, Anyways. not Heath Ledger. Okay. Anyways, I'll, uh, I'll pull him up for you later. Maybe right now and just give you a, an idea. But um, we just finished... Well...
0: The real question is, was John Cusack in the Tiger King?
1: Yeah, that's what we were going to talk about. We yeah. are talking about Tiger King. We finished so last many layers Saturday, of introduction last Saturday.
0: Yes, we so did. It's almost a week ago. Dang, was it that long ago already?
1: Yeah, but we spent a whole day.
0: Yeah, f that. We
1: been Mark and I don't <laughs> binge watch shows. No, we don't. And I think both of us are very like, we don't feel good about doing that we're just not good i can
0: i can watch like two episodes of something no
1: yeah but not a Maybe whole even season three? no we watched a whole season in two days and we only Ugh. watched two episodes the first night which means we watched like four or five, five the following night yeah
0: five the second night
1: which is like five hours
0: yeah, well yeah basically a little bit under yeah basically is yeah for me um it's that it is a hundred percent the law of diminishing returns um you know what i mean like the more it's like, it's like eating, it's like eating, uh, Like you know, you eat one piece of cake and it's great. You eat two and you're like, Oh, this is awesome. And then you eat three and you're like, Ugh. and then you eat seven. You're like, why yeah. did anyone ever yeah. invent cake?
1: Well, and it, you know, it's one of those things where like, I'm not mad that I don't have to watch it. Like, it's funny. Cause it's like, you know, you binge watch certain shows like, mm-hmm. and then you're kind of after it, like game of Thrones. It's like, well now what are we going to watch?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, This one, it's not like I'm sitting around like, darn, I wish I would have waited and watched it like over the course of, you know, a couple days or something. I'm like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. It was, it's, it's hilarious. It's, there's been a lot of conversations that it started, but I won't, I can't say yet. I've yet to have. I might have a conversation with some value from it, but so far there's been no value other than good laughs, which is actually pretty good. I was
0: gonna say, is that not? That's value? pretty good.
1: But talking if you're talking about like like we watched, for instance, Wild Wild Country yeah. before it and that one as far as like understanding like history and talking sure. about we I mean, we were really having conversations about, you know, uh even during it, like talking about the different um mental things that people might be going through oh yeah uh versus this show where we're just like he said what
0: sure (laughs) i i i guess i mean i kind of see what you're saying um, I'm more of the standpoint that you could find a deep intellectual conversation about Oh no, you anything. could,
1: no, you could, you're right. But I'm just saying it's a show where it was so crazy. And I think because we watched it so back to back, it came off super crazy rather than things kind of sinking in mm-hmm. and processing. Yeah. Um,
0: and honestly, there were so, there were a lot of similarities oh, yeah. between uh wild, Bald, country and the tiger King yeah. and just that whole like totally dedicated to a specific like one very specific thing like this cause or this animal or uh a lifestyle and then just kind of like pitching everything else aside in order to be like oh, no yeah. this is how I live and like this is the only way to live and just crazy
1: yeah I mean and it was funny because I don't think it was with you I think I was talking about it I might have been with you on my live stream the other night but I was recently talking about how crazy it was that mm-hmm. that Carol lady... Now, see, now we're going to have a conversation about it because we have to. Okay. Um, but how Carol... Thank you for front-loading me. So, if you haven't watched Tiger King... I don't know. Are we doing spoilers? Does it matter?
0: Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Tyler, Tiger King, um, don't listen to this if you don't want to hear any sort of things. Spoilers. Like, give it away.
1: So, Carol, um, you know, there's the whole, like... She's basically crazy, right? We We all can say yeah she's crazy she
0: has at least a tinge of craziness to her well
1: i in a conversation a couple days ago or yesterday what it was funny because it like i brought it up to whoever i was talking to about how like yeah like she's crazy and like how do people just like blindly follow her and they're not even getting paid like i think what really got me about her like Mm -hmm. was that the other two men um
0: had employees had
1: employees and yep. they were actually paying them even if it was a crappy you know sure amount it was, amount, a, it was a they job. were getting it paid volunteer basis. they weren't volunteered and then you go over to this carol lady who's got all these volunteers working for her mind you she's still making money because she sells tickets for people to get into her little mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's not i don't know what it is but save the cat's place yeah and then you, they're talking to the volunteers. <clears throat> they're interviewing them. The volunteers are talking about working on Christmas, five yep. days a week. They've been there for five years. Carol doesn't even know their name. And like you're like, who is this lady? It's
0: just it's just comes down to good marketing,
1: right? But then you, I don't know. She, she I guess she plays the sob story real well. She gets people by their emotions or something. But well,
0: yeah, because she's she's peddling the story that they these people are a part of the solution. They're not letting these animals be taken advantage of anymore. And now they're part of this family. And this family's whole point is to make the world better for animals and, and in the abuse and.
1: Right. But what's, but then, but then exactly because these people are so blinded to it. It's like all that's happening is these animals are back in a cage. Right. They're not releasing them to the wild. They're not making sure that they have any safe means to being um, put into the wild. You know, when you talk about like, Animals going back, yeah. There's like a whole. For the most part, they do like have a way to kind of do that to bridge the gap between being domesticated and going. So whatever,
0: yeah. Like reacclimate them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so it's just funny. It's just crazy to me. But I pointed this point out. I pointed it out to my friend the other day, and she's like, "Oh my god, you're right. They were they weren't even paying them. Like, like she had missed that point. And I was like, Yeah. Like it adds. There's so many layers to this and it's so many layers to that cult mentality yeah um and
0: And it it was it was awesome because they were just like they're like oh eventually you can earn they had this like built-in reward system and your reward was just a different color Mm t-shirt that you could like I'm like, Over what is this, the Karate of years, yeah. Earn your way up, yeah. To
1: it. And they were so excited about it, yeah. Like, oh, my sister has a green shirt. I'm gonna have one in two years of just some, you know, hard work is what they would say. Yeah, it was crazy.
0: But now we have to do the the real work of thinking what is what is the green shirt in our lives? What are the stupid <laughs> things that we're working towards? Oh sure. With uh, with no uh, with blinders on, basically. Because the thing is, is like for those people, they don't. Obviously, they obviously don't feel used and abused, or else they wouldn't keep coming back. You know, it's more they're like they feel like they're part of, they feel like they're part of something, and um, from the outside, you can look at it and quite easily be like, "You guys are getting played," but are they really getting played if they're happy with what they're doing?
1: I don't know. Okay, so then we can go look at Wild Wild Country, right? Mm -hmm. And in this documentary, if you're not familiar, it's about the um, Rajneesh, um, Rajnish Param, the, the commune that was in port, not Portland, in Oregon, yeah. in Antelope, Oregon mm-hmm. back in the eighties. And, you know, they took over a town and they pissed off the, or the people of Oregon and, um, they
0: like built, I mean, they took over a they town. They built of their own town. And then, yeah, turned well, it they, into this. They
1: built their own town and then took over a town of 40 yeah. that was on the outskirts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyways so they had all these crazy you know like um marriage and sex and that was mainly the thing like have sex with whoever you want whenever you want wherever you want um be free with your love but then they had like arranged marriages with some people and it was it was just weird and shady right but there was this one lady that was being interviewed you know all these years later mm-hmm. and they would keep flashing back to her life then and how she was i mean she was involved they had her as like one of the main assassinators for people that yeah. they, they wanted to take Spoiler out
0: alert again
1: sorry yeah don't listen to this episode or this yeah you know if you want to watch these shows <laughs> no um <laughs> uh, no but they're really interesting i mean you could listen to this and still go in and, and watch yeah. no, it's not 100%, a big deal
0: 100 uh,
1: we're not going to give you the whole script but anyway but so we
0: very well might so if you plan on watching it be careful
1: it was interesting to watch her because this is actually going to be a huge spoiler just stop now if you don't want to know this but <sighs> she um come to find out like after the whole thing was kind of well after it was taken out of Oregon obviously mm-hmm. and she had to flee the country
0: yeah
1: she went through this whole process right of realizing that she had been blinded for years and years and years yeah like and she she called it something. What did she say? She said she had a word like she woke up. Oh, she, w- she broke the spell. Mm. She was under a spell. That's how she worded it. But yeah. she talked about it like that. So she, I mean, it's interesting to think like she was so happy and so willing to do whatever they wanted her to do because yeah. she felt that that was like going to bring her true happiness and going to bring the people that she admired true happiness. And, yeah. Um, make them proud that you know like how did she come out what made her realize like that that wasn't the way that she wanted to live her life and is everybody under a spell or just some people do they do they have such maybe like you know you have a person who's so insecure with who they are Mm -hmm. that they're able to kind of get into one of these you know communes or sense a cult where they're being kind of told that, like, well, we'll love you no matter what, that mm-hmm. um, that's where they feel the best because they have all these insecurities. I don't know. Yeah. I I've, mean, I don't know what...
0: No, I mean, it's just, I think it's it's probably a lot easier to uh, fall into a cult. Oh, yeah. Than, uh, than anyone actually thinks because, I mean, at least in my in my religions class in college, one thing that I really remember learning was that, like, the main differentiator between a cult and a religion is the number of followers like that that's the main difference yeah so like i mean worldwide how many people are in a religion sure and not i'm not saying there's anything wrong with with a religion um but it is like it gives a person a sense of purpose and like a sense of of a higher meaning or a sense of community amongst like of course many other things and you know depending on on what religion you're talking about or anything like that but it's just, it's just like anything else is like people, and, and they showed it so clearly in that show is like people need to feel as though they're a part of something.
1: Like, exactly. Like
0: to identify with something. I mean, not everyone, not everyone everywhere feels that need. You know, some people are perfectly happy being on the outskirts and,
1: well, and we might all, their own way, but. We might all go through that in phases of our own lives. Yeah. You know, like I think about when I needed that, I was like my senior year of high school. And and I think that's a pretty typical time for people mm-hmm. um for young adults or young you know, really teens yeah. um that want to feel that sense of community, they want to feel important, they want to feel like they're a part of something. And it, you're you know, I remember being like I was a pretty pretty insecure teenager. Mm-hmm. Um and so I never like I knew I didn't want to be friends with certain people who were maybe bad influences like you could see the over the people that were overtly a bad influence you know or mm-hmm. um but then like I also knew that I didn't have many like I had a couple close friends that were good friends and good people to me and still are but I also knew I I I saw what certain groups had and I wanted to have that like big group you know be a part of something and kind of thing and so in my senior year I I like created that or I didn't create it but I kind of fell into a group of friends who they weren't you know, they didn't make horrible decisions. They did typical teenage things yeah. that didn't harm anybody or anything like that. Sure. But it wasn't – they didn't necessarily add a lot of value to me. In fact, they kind of influenced me more in, like, a covert way of, like, my behavior and how mm-hmm. I acted to my family and mm. how – um you know, I just kind of turned into, I don't want to say a, a scumbag, but I wasn't nice. Mm. And I think that's also... when you maintain that. When you're 18. Through to.
0: Oh, I thought that's where you're going. Okay, never mind. So, yeah, when you're 18, Get your go jokes
1: ahead. in now. Anyway, so when you're 18, like, that's... V- you're very susceptible, too. And you're going through your own stuff. You're trying... You're like, am I an adult? Am I not? What am I? Am I still a teen? I still have to answer to my parents. Like, this, yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But... I remember like, just feeling, I remember one day just being like, I just don't like being mean like yeah. this. Like, not that they were, and it's it's hard because they weren't all like just mean people, but it was just like, there was a certain entitlement in that group yeah. that I couldn't get away with in my house. Uh-huh. And so it kind of shook me a little bit because I did realize like, oh, I'm not that person mm-hmm. you
0: know i mean the people you hang around is is it, obviously so important it like has no matter how easily or not you think you're influenced if you start spending time with any sort of person you're gonna start to take on some of their habits and, right and some of their ways of thinking and, right
1: and i i remember as we grew closer to graduation it started to become this like if you don't do this with us like we're not going to keep inviting you to do things. And if I didn't, so I felt like if I didn't want to do one thing, if I didn't want to go, you know, to the beach one day, oh, they're not going never going to invite me. So I have to go. So I started feeling like I had to do things for them versus yeah. doing them for myself. Yeah. And, um, I had this one really good. She's still a really good friend of mine who wasn't, she, she would hang out with us like, but wasn't really a part of that clique, you yeah. could say. And, um, I would kind of talk to her about things and she'd be like, don't just do what you want to do. That was always her thing. Like, well, do what you want to do. You know, I'm still going to be there for you no matter what. Mm -hmm. Like, and that kind of made me feel like, well, they're not saying that to me. They're really, you know, they're not going to be, they just kind of want, they want people. They want a group. Yeah. Whereas she's like, it doesn't matter how many people we have. Yeah. Like, you know, and then it kind of all started to click. And I remember talking to my mom (laughs) and being like, oh, she's. She's being more of a friend to me. And my mom was like, finally, you get it, you know? Yeah. You you can do whatever you want. Um,
0: yeah, it's interesting. There's something like appealing about uh, a big friend group. You know, it just looks, it's just that kind of like bigger is better mentality at yeah. some point. And, uh, and then you kind of realize that it's like, it's it's a hundred percent about the quality of your friends. It's never
1: exactly. It's never
0: like oh man, can I fill up a house with uh, well, with a big party? And like- that
1: I mean, I'm kind of glad that it happened to me that early on yeah. in my young adult life because it really kicked that desire from me because sure. it because I it was like a it was an interesting time. Um, to share just a little bit brief background of my you know, graduation days, Like as soon as I graduated, I didn't have those friends anymore, and there was this whole summer of feeling kind of bullied, and there was some cyber stuff that happened. Cyber and, bullying. I mean, I don't like calling it cyberbullying. and I don't even like to say I was bullied. I wasn't.
0: You, but You it, just don't like those words in that order? You just wanted to say that you I don't know. got bullied, and there was some cyber stuff well, that happened? Well, that's
1: because that, to this in this day, that's what it would be considered. Sure. Back then I didn't consider, I didn't say, it. I didn't go around saying, I'm being bullied. I just was like, they're being mean. And then I just yeah. was like, I'll ignore it. I'll block them. It's not a big deal. It didn't affect me. I didn't get anxiety over it or anything. I just realized like, wow, that's how people are being. Okay. Glad I kind of inched out. Um, But ne- like ever since then, I've never had a desire to like be in a big, like move around with the same big group of friends mm-hmm. for the sake of it. And I've, there was a girl I worked with years ago now yeah, who was a, very much like that. And she would invite, like, she would invite you, she would invite me to things. And I would say, no, it'd be too late. It'd be after work. We worked in a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. And she would guilt me and she's done it to other girls and other friends and guilt them. And then you'd yeah. go over and she'd never even say hi to you. She just wanted the people. Yeah. And that was always like, no, I'm not going to go somewhere where someone doesn't. Not that every time I go somewhere, everyone has to know my value or make me feel like they value me. But if you're going to guilt me and make me feel like you really want me there, but then you don't even say hi to me, like you just want a number. Yeah. So it's interesting.
0: It is. It is interesting.
1: Anyways, there's, there's my background on that.
0: Well, there you and go. And what I've
1: what I've learned about that kind of a mentality. So, but back to the green shirt thing. What's your green
0: shirt? What is my green shirt thing? Um, what is green shirt? Uh, like uh, a goal that you're chasing just just because it blindly. It's My blind goal. What blind goal am I chasing? I mean, I don't know. the The music stuff could be a blind goal, but but see. But I don't, that's, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I don't really feel like I have one, um, which is, which I'm which sure. Which is
1: why.
0: I, I, pro, I probably do somewhere because, you know, everyone's got blind spots and not everyone, that's a huge overstatement. Some people, <laughs> some people are really uh, smart and I've tried to be more attuned with uh, with the things I want. I mean, one thing that it, that I have come to realize, like, and through doing a lot of stock trading for like the past however many months it's been is like i don't want to spend every day trading like i just okay. i just don't um
1: and are there ways to go about that yeah
0: and that's what i'm like that's the other stuff i'm learning about right now Sure. is like this is just different strategies and different techniques see so so and that's why it's like um that's why i've been like recently, I've been trying to learn more through uh, through YouTube, and there's a whole channel that's just all about like a different style of trading uh, from what I'm doing, and it's been really good, and I really like the mindset of it, which is basically like this guy spends maybe like probably maximum like an hour trading a day, uh, as opposed to doing it for from like six thirty in the morning to one in the afternoon, and I'm just like yeah, because the thing that initially got me interested in trading was more of like a a side hustle or like a second stream of income not really the idea that I would take on a full-time job and then also be working on music or like brick and stick or like anything else yeah. like that so um so yeah so so I think that's one and and that's well, you know part of th- another part of it is that i'm down money right now so no i know and so the feeling of being down money uh that's versus the thing. feeling of being up money mm-hmm. um are are fairly different sure but um yeah that's just that's just part of it but um there is i'm i'm just learning more stuff and i'm and i'm just kind of coming to understand it, it's a style thing really it's like what is your style like is your style sit in front of the computer all day and like just like crank the most out of it that you can or do you take a little bit more of a laid-back approach and like let things come to you and and like maybe go for things over the course of it's called swing trading like over the course of weeks or days or months as sure. opposed to like you know in and out in five minutes or or whatever it is so yeah just trying to get that all figured out and trying to actually really learn and not like kid myself that um that, like, just by being there, like, I'm learning enough, like... Yeah. And actually, like, spending the time and, and putting in the hours so that uh, I can fully um, take responsibility for whatever results I get, you know? Yeah. So that it's not like, oh, well, I like, I thought I was doing it right, blah, blah, blah. So, so that's fun.
1: Yeah. Sounds fun.
0: Yeah. it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, I think when you're doing something that you're <clears throat> invested in, in that way, like, yeah. you know regardless if it's trading or it, just having to learn a new skill is and figuring out like kind of problem solving through it it is fun I mean what because once super you, fun once you figure out what works yeah it's kind of inspiring to keep problem solving for the next yeah. best thing I guess um, yeah no or I'm how like, to make it better how to improve what you're already doing
0: exactly and that's what I really like about this. The, the channel that I've currently been watching. Um, if you're, if you're interested in trading uh, foreign exchange, it's called no nonsense Forex. Um, but it's, it's a super, like, it's one of the, for me, one of the most important channels I think I've found in a while. Um, and I found it a long time ago, or not that long ago, but like almost a year ago. And I started to watch it. Um, and then I just didn't, I just wasn't dedicated to it at the time. And then now, uh, with the recent like all this coronavirus BS and and having it, um, <laughs> <laughs> having it well, have, have such a, a, a drastic impact on the stock market and everything like that, it really has changed a lot of things at least in the short term, and yeah. and then made me go back to being like oh, okay, so it's it's just diversification it's just like another set of skills
1: exactly and
0: um another place to to make money and to to grow your money and to protect it and and everything like that so
1: sounds like what i i mean not not with the growing money well growing money actually yeah i'm learning all those things too in a different way right now (laughs) so
0: no you you interesting you 100% are because the thing with like the stock market and everything is it's just kind of a in one sense, it's just a reflect a reflection of business, like you know, yeah. very purely it is. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, there's also like people's fears and 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 the news and like outside influences and oh, and absolutely like big banks and like all this weird stuff.
1: No, it's crazy.
0: But then, but it's it's a lot of the same stuff. It's like you have to learn to manage your time and your money appropriately. And and you can't over leverage yourself and and you can't put yourself in a stupid situation where you're like, how the hell did I get here? Like, what's going on Um,
1: No, Absolutely.
0: And and, but then also the beauty of it is, is you can is you can get into all those terrible um, fucked up situations, which is the best way to put it. uh, (laughs) And then and then just learn from it and be like, oh, okay (laughs) like. I won't do that anymore because that, exactly. that is terrible.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, I know. It's yeah, it's not going to sound the, the quite the same, and maybe not as intense as what you're dealing with with the stock market and trading.
0: It's not that intense. But
1: well, but it is, I mean, but it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. But I think it's like it's it's money on the line, direct money. You yeah. know, whereas yeah. I'm sitting here like yeah, I'm having to you know, learn a whole new set of things. I'm having to take different risks. I'm having to do this, but I'm doing it in a speech therapist's mind. Like oh, yeah. I'm having to become a virtual um, therapist essentially without yeah. doing direct teletherapy. Cause that's, that's my role right now. That's what we're being told. We can't do any direct things. And, you know, I've, uh, I'm in this situation where like, we're just being told to wait and we're being told the only things you need to do this week is send an email to your parents, right? Yeah. I. I'm. I'm a. i am i am I can be patient, but I can't sit around, and not. Find a new way to do my job. Yeah. Like, part of me is just kind of what, because it's what I love to do. Yeah. And so this week has been a lot of, um, mental stretching and emotional stretching. Mm-hmm. And I've, but I, but. Such a successful freaking week Yeah. with like, and I want to, I'm trying to remember exactly the ways you said like about learning and about like protecting your money or whatever you said sure. to kind of make the like bridge the gap here. But, you know, I've learned how to put all my stuff now and everything I do into a parent training. I'm learning how to put it into like a parent training platform Yeah. and create videos for parents this is not something I've been told I'm allowed to do, at this point. Yeah,
0: so. I'm assuming
1: I'm allowed because it's there's no it's totally confidential. I I'm, mean, the
0: internet is like you can put whatever you want on. The I'm internet. doing
1: it, yeah, and I'm doing it in a way that can provide a benefit not just for my students, but yeah. I'm making it public for any kids that are home right now. Um,
0: and I think that I think that's exactly the point. Is it's yeah. like your students can access this thing which you think would be good for any student.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the, you know, I'm having to be innovative, but I'm also having to be creative and in, in uh, making my own, like making my level of expertise mm-hmm. grow. Of course. Because it's funny. It's like I'm in this weird, <laughs> I'm in a weird way this week. I have been sadder than I've been in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But I've also been the most creative. I've been the most inspired.
0: Being sad is an amazing way to inspire creativity. With, and
1: I think I huh. let it inspire me. You like, have to. Because I've been sad before and it's not inspired me.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. But no. you know
1: but the sad that I'm feeling is it's not like I mean, because I've been sad like in the past by breakups or like by things like that. It's not like, you know, total, total, total poor me moments. Yeah. This kind of sad that I'm feeling is like there's so many things going into it. Yes, I'm sad. I miss my students. Very selfishly, I'm sad. Yeah. But I'm also and I miss my routine. But I'm also sad that I'm not there because they're my best teachers. And, you know, they help me learn every day. I find new ways to attack things and do things. Um, but I'm sad for the world, and I'm so I'm kind I'm of in this sad
0: for the world. Well,
1: I'm not sad for the world, but sad by what's going on. And there's a sense of fear yeah. in there. Yeah. There's a sense of fear in there. But I read this thing this morning, I was crying and I read this thing this morning about fear, yeah, because it just happened to pop up at the right time on somebody's feed on Instagram. Yeah, talking about how fear is better than being panicked. Because in a state of fear, you can still choose to let that motivate you mm-hmm. to do something that's gonna either solve a problem right. or help you grow. Right. And I was like, okay, fear, help me make my next video for, for YouTube, you know? Yeah. And I put makeup on my puffy face and I did it. Yeah. And like, you know, I um and then I had a really good friend remind me too, you're making these videos for your kids. Right. Like they're gonna see them. So let that motivate you. Exactly. You know, I mean, I made, I've been doing them all week. So I'm making, I'm just, I have all these ideas and I'm writing them down and it's awesome.
0: Yeah. No, I Sh- think, th- I think that's a very that- smart reminder from her. Oh um, yeah. Because like maybe, maybe you were thinking that clearly or maybe you weren't, but the real, like the real, real gift of, of what you're doing is that it will impact not only your kids, but it'll, it'll impact their parents and it'll impact probably other kids too. Like, that's just no, that's the absolute beauty of the internet and the beauty of, of sharing things. And, and that for me, like uh, to bring it back to me because oh, that's yeah. that's what's important um, is, uh,
1: yeah, kids learning. <clears throat> who cares?
0: No, no, no. I'm <laughs> what I'm talking about now is brick and stick. It's like, oh, is, yeah, is, that is, is important. Is the difference like when we made the books, we made the books for ourselves because, well, my mom wanted to make the books because...
1: She wanted them she for the students.
0: Yeah, she exactly. She wanted to help yeah. her kids. And when I made them, I was, you know, I wanted to do the drawing and I wanted to help my mom or whatever. You know, I didn't have a direct connection to the kids. But then once you get in the schools and like you see that it actually does have a positive impact on these kids or it's funny because we haven't obviously done as much brick and stick stuff lately, but like just going back out to the schools the other day just for that art fair and like you see the kids who are actually so stoked and like the the book is not it really hasn't lost at least for these kids it hasn't lost any of the magic to it they're just like they're, they're like that's brick and stick like i have that book oh my god me too yeah and and those are like not you know you can never do stuff purely for the for for that feeling or for the uh, for the what is what's the word not the gratitude the uh, the recognition the or rec- whatever yeah you you have to do it more for like for the for the act itself for being like hey like I think someone will get something what out of this what it's going to
1: give them yeah but it, you know and it's not necessarily even that you're doing it for the recognition but when you can share that magical moment yeah with a child I think you know yeah it's so. Like, we all know children, they are just there is something just so magical about kids yeah. and how that innocence that they have um, is so worth sharing with them. But right. when you create something that's – what you're doing is you've created something that you can talk about with a child. Right. You're amazing to them because, right. I mean, it's so fun to watch them when I go and do those things with you, too. It's so fun to be like, and he made the pictures, and they're like – yeah, it doesn't you don't have to be Mickey Mouse and right, you don't right. have to be a, you know, superhero. It's like, no, you're right there and you did this and they their little world is the most inspiring and the most magical
0: mm-hmm.
1: and getting to share. And that's why I love my job, because I right. get to share that every day. Right. And um, so you are give, you're giving them that gift to open that up. To yeah. everybody. Because see how they share it with you? They're going and sharing it with their parents. Right, right. And their teachers. And
0: uh, <laughs> and, and I know. And the, and that's what I'm saying about, about you making the videos is like is yeah. is the best motivation is to realize that like that's whose hands it ends up in. I know. Right. That's I, yeah. it's, it's not even you know, it's not even about like, oh man, I can't I, I can't see my kids right now. Like this is the next best thing. It's like, this is actually, this is a thing that whether you could see them or not, they'd be right. very, they're very happy to have it and just be like, oh my God, it's Miss no, M. Like, oh, we I've had to already, sing songs or whatever.
1: I've already gotten responses from parents of course. that have emailed me saying, you know, oh, we watched your video. Thank you so much. And yeah. it makes me so happy. And I think that's part of the emotions that I'm going through. I haven't even been able to really recognize them, but there's such a gratitude that I am able to do it this way mm-hmm. and provide that for them. Um,
0: that's why it's called the best possible thing, yeah, it yeah. really is,
1: and it's like, you know, as it's I make them, and I think part of it is like I want to cry just because I'm so excited that they're gonna get this, yeah, and they're gonna have it and yeah. and yeah, I can't be there to see them, but it doesn't really matter, it's yeah. not for me, yeah, um,
0: yeah, no, know? just yeah, you just you just focus on the positives, man, and then. Anytime you think of something negative, you just think of the solution to it, and that's, that's
1: what I'm working on. That's it. It's it's. But you know what? I will say that that whole mentality is getting me there because, uh, again, I've never been. I mean, I've been inspired. I yeah. have. I love to feel inspired every day, right. and I always find, try to find things. But like, this is a whole new level for me. I thought I had it back when we were when I was starting my blog. Yeah, <laughs> like the that was nothing or even when we used to do our own youtube videos and stuff i'm right. like this is a whole different level it's for like me. it's
0: it's a different sense of purpose
1: yeah and maybe that's i think because i have a percent yeah and i know what i want to do like exactly everything i want to do with it you know
0: Yeah, and and that's i mean that comes from a lot of different things is like now you've now you've made a lot of videos just in general, like over the course of everything we've done, like you're, it's, you're more experienced in that.
1: No, it's But you've true. also
0: done way more therapy and you've interacted with way more kids and you've yeah. seen, you know, the materials that are out there and that are available and you've seen you create your own oh, materials. Yeah. And I've been
1: to conferences mm-hmm. like I've been now. You're right. I'm at a stage in my career. I'm at a stage in my learning with all of this where I can really start to just create
0: and yeah and also your your knowledge of of the internet and sharing things has been, and i think well, there's probably a lot thanks to you oh well, yeah but it's it's,
1: true yeah no
0: problem but <laughs> but i think like i think part of of probably the excitement uh, that you're feeling is not only the fact that like oh yeah these kids can can use this stuff and be excited about it but also like i know how to do this now like exactly. i i know how to get it in front of them
1: oh exactly and so
0: like the difficult part is is really none of it is, is just like following through, which obviously won't be a problem because it's stuff you want to do anyways.
1: No. Yeah. And it's so, it's so true. I think, I mean, like this morning I woke up, like I was upset, like I said, but I was like, but I'm going to make more videos. Exactly. Like I couldn't, I had four zoom calls yesterday and was like meeting, you know, zoom meetings. Yes. I'd be zooming all day. Yes, I do. Um, but I had back to back and I just sat there the whole time like, I just want to make my video now. I want to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it is, it's very motivating and I'm very grateful for what I've learned in the last week about having this different platform to create in and to um, provide. And it's definitely, you know, like you said, um, you're learning all these new ways and strategies and
0: Mm -hmm. now
1: I feel like I'm just like... I'm excited and I'm just full of like all this knowledge because when I do go back to school, I'm going to have now this whole other mm-hmm. area and this whole other outlet to be creating in exactly. for other kids. Exactly. And I think, and that's one of the ways I've always, I've always told of this, mm-hmm. but obviously I haven't taken an opportunity. I'm not going to say I wasn't given it because I think I've always had it. Of course you have. But I didn't take it because- but th- This is ideal. This.
0: This is really. Well, this because forced it forced you into it. It
1: forced me into it because this yeah. is what I feel I have to do. It's not. I'm not being like I said. I'm not being told I have to do this right now. Right. But I'm doing it because I feel that this is the best way I can reach my parents. And I. I know the families I work with. Yeah. And, you know, their feedback is in the next couple of weeks with stuff will be everything right now because I'll learn how to make things better.
0: Yeah. It'll, um, be, it'll be very helpful. It'll, so it'll help you. Uh, it will exactly. It'll help you make it better, and your product will become better. And then, and honestly it's going to be very helpful for you because now you can, oh, absolutely! if you go to like next year, or you go to orientation, you're like, actually, if you want to go see the kind of stuff we'll, well be doing, you know,
1: and that's, that was my goal last year. I, mean, I talked about this with my um, colleagues last year. And, you know, now we're like going to go roll out stuff that we we wanted to do together. Yep. Obviously social distancing, we're not going to be making videos together like we wanted right now. But the beauty of it is, when we aren't social distancing anymore, I'll be able to grab all my girls and be like, "Hey, you know, if you want to be in the speech video, great. Let's do it together." Yep. Um, yeah. So it's good, man. I'm excited. I am.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats, congrats. All right. Well, we gotta go. I would say, on that note, <laughs> this has been
1: a good talk. My
0: name is Mark Little,
1: and I'm Ray Murataya.
0: This episode is brought to you by Bean Chata. When horchata just won't do. Bean chowder is the drink for you, fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Also, this episode is brought to you by Brick and Stick, because why not? www.brickandstick.net. Uh, you can find all of your Brick and Stick needs, including branching out, breaking foot loose and fancy free, and yes, and princess. Uh, you can also buy those on Amazon, but, uh, you know, you should just buy them from our website because it's better. And uh, what else is it brought to you by? Uh, it's brought
1: to you by Marie Murataya, yeah. a speech-language pathologist, or I should say Marie Murataya, speech-language pathologist.
0: What's uh, your What's your blog?
1: My blog, thanksmorris.com.
0: Ah, yes.
1: There you will find now videos, if you have a little one, and some uh, fun ways to play with them or some ideas of activities to do with them or if you would like to sing along with Mark and myself, we have a video um, and we'll be doing some more songs and putting those videos up for little ones.